Your pastor told me that your theme for this afternoon is about God looking for men. God looking for men to stand in the gap. And so, as I was seeking the Lord, you know, the Lord led me, the Holy Spirit led me to prepare something that I believe there's going to be a blessing. We shared part of it back home as men. But I felt that this material will be good for you. And so I'm going to take my time, you know, and try and bring some teachings that will bless us all. Okay? Um, I know there are some ladies amongst us, but it's good because it's good to know some things about men. Especially if you are thinking of or planning to. Or... I hope you are not procrastinating. You know. <laughs> Don't worry, I brought my baptism gown, so we will baptize him into the fold. <laughs> uh, don't be afraid. He, he knows I'm here, so he can run his mouth. <laughs> I sal- I'll salute our senior pastor, Pastor... The apostle, uh, he's got so many titles. The doctor of doctors is my big brother. My senior man, the go-to. Mr. Motivator, I call him. It doesn't matter where you, whatever you're going through, this man will get you out. Let us appreciate Dr. C.J. Buckman. Powerful man of God. He's known everywhere. He runs with the big guns. He always wants to bumba. And so I, I, he chills with a big boy. Whilst we run kitty run katakata after him. It's okay if you don't know, it's okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to blow your mind tomorrow. For those of you who are going to be here, don't miss it, don't miss it, don't miss it. Dr. Bachman is on fire. He's loaded. Amen. You want to hear the wisdom that God has put in him. Amen. And, 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 and I'm telling you, he's got a grace, a grace of motivation on his life. Even if you're sleeping, he can motivate you to build a house. That is the kind of man you're going to be sitting under his anointing tomorrow. Please don't miss it. Don't miss it. Glory to God. And make sure you treat him well because he will report him to me. You know, <laughs> Make sure you treat him very, very well. Hallelujah. Give him first class treatment. I, I know you guys do more than that, but yeah, I might as well say it. Right. Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30. Uh, in Ezekiel 22 verse 30, I like to read from the King James. Sometimes I don't like the alcohol free Bibles. The King James says, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land. That I should not destroy it. But I found none. I sought for a man To stand in the gap for the land. So that I don't destroy. That's, that's the message of God. That's a message for God. I mean, can you imagine Putin going to Ukraine and said, I want to destroy this land though. But uh, is there anybody that can <laughs> touch my heart so I don't destroy the land? God reminded mankind and asked for a set of his creation to stand in the gap for the land that he was getting ready to destroy. But unfortunately, he found none. The Lord found none. He found no man to stand in the gap. (laughs) And I kept asking the Lord, why? Why? 
Why did God not, why did God not find any man at all <laughs> in that land to stand in the gap? And the Holy Spirit started telling me, he said, I'll show you because they had abandoned their responsibilities as men. God knew that men are supposed to stand in the gap, be intercessors for the land and for the generation, but, but, but yet, when he looked for the men, they had all abandoned their responsibilities. And why had they abandoned their responsibilities? They abandoned their responsibilities because, one, they don't know who they are as men. If you're a man and you don't know who you are as a man, right? If you are a father and you don't know who you are as a father, it is so easy for you to abandon your responsibilities. They abandon their responsibilities because they don't know that, they don't know what is expected of men. Ask your neighbor if they are men. Do you know what is expected of you as a man? As a man, you should know what is expected of you. you now, we are living in a, a dispensation and uh, the side of the world where we can't tell the difference between a man and a, and a man. And so it's also mixed up that we can't seem to be able to. We don't know what is expected of us as men anymore. And so it's easy for you to abandon your responsibilities. And when God is expecting you to deliver as a man, you don't even know that you are a man (laughs) or you are part of those that God is looking for. So it's easy for you to abandon your responsibilities. And you don't know. You abandon your responsibilities when you don't know what you carry. When you don't know what you carry, you walk around and behave anyhow. Because when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. You don't know who you, what you carry and so you allow yourself to be trodden upon and misused, abused anyhow by anybody. As a man, you should know what you carry. Ask your neighbor, do you know what you carry? Oh, please, ask them like men and people of God. <laughs> hmm? Now, also, men or you know, the men had abandoned their, 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 their post, their responsibility because they have been so discouraged and distracted by the challenges and the hassles they face in life to the point that it's drained the life out of them. So just like Peter and his friends went fishing all night, they came back, they caught nothing, they abandoned their ship. They left their boat because it fetched them nothing. You walk away from your responsibilities because we are dealing with so much. We're dealing with so much. So much is expected of us. So much is expected of us or from us. And you're facing so many challenges that it makes you Forget about what you are expected to do. We're talking about purpose. But if you force so much battles, sometimes you even forget to walk within that purpose. Let's, can we be real as men? I came to talk to men. The young ladies can learn a bit from it as well. But when you are faced with so much battles, you tend to forget even your strategy. You tend to forget your destination. You, for, you tend to forget your, your purpose. It's not that you're not paying attention to it, but it's because you, you're facing so much battles. 
So the men that God were looking for were facing all these issues and so God could not find any man to stand in the gap. Men deal with a lot of things. Men have to deal with a lot of things. Sometimes the women think that we, we have an easy life. But I'm telling you, I will give any woman 24 hours to be a man. I mean a real man. Not a fine boy kind of man. A real man. And then you will know the things that men go through. The reason why I love this sort of gathering to speak to men is because, listen, we have a responsibility and God is expecting us to deliver. We are the carriers of the next generation. Yeah. Am I talking to you? There's so much that you need to understand. And you, but, but, but by the grace of God, we, you know, God has given us that grace for us to live through those challenges. But a lot of the times, those challenges tend to weigh us down, destroy our vision, mess up our passion for life. So this morning or afternoon, I want to talk to you about strength. In weakness. Strength. In weakness. Second Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 to 10 says. And least I should be exalted above measure. Through the abundance of the revelation. That was given to me a thorn in the flesh. This is Paul talking. A messenger of Satan. Can you, can you imagine? That nobody was sent to you but a messenger from Satan himself. Some of us have got this messenger even in our briefcases. And we have to deal with it every second of our life. And it's weighing us down as men. The messenger of Satan to buffet me. <laughs> Least I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I rather glory in my infirmities. <laughs> it's easy to read. But who here can tell me that they, they are able to glory in infirmities? Who here would be the best dancer in church when they are facing a court case that can send them to lockdown tomorrow morning? Let, let us, can we be real as men? Some of the things we face, it makes it very difficult for us to even lift up our hands when we come to the presence of God. But Paul is saying, because he has a revelation about who he is, he says, I even glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure. <laughs> I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in what? Persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. As men, I want you to understand that even when you are weak, you can still find strength in your weakness. Strength is the quality or state of being physically strong. Macho. Strong. Where you can break a ball with your hands. You can burn an iron. It is the capacity of an object or substance to withstand great force or pressure. Uh, stick with me. I'm taking you somewhere. Those of you who know my game. We're on a journey. Strength in weakness. So strength is the ability to withstand great force or pressure. And that is what men are built to do. Men are physically built strong. We are physically strong. 
God made us in his image and God is powerful and God is strong. So when he made us in his image, that means he put that same strength in us. And we are programmed as men to be strong, tough, or to use a modern word, to be macho. Amen. To be tough mentally, psychologically, and, and emotionally as well. Which we don't want to touch on that, but I'm going to get into that this afternoon. See, men, because we are naturally born to be strong, to be physically strong. Even some, a man that don't even lift weights or do any exercise, you can see from their shape that boy, there's some strength in there. Amen? I'm not mentioning no names. I want to eat my food after session and go home straight. <laughs> so, men are naturally strong and because of that, we naturally, we are attracted to tough environments. Strong environment. We like activities. We like things that moves us and challenges us and, and we prove our strength and, 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 and everything else. Because that is the nature that we are. I'm trying to tell you that if God says he's looking for a man, I'm trying to describe to you how God made you as a man and the expectations of God of the man that he's looking for. Am I talking to you this afternoon? So, God made us naturally tough for a purpose. He made men naturally tough for a purpose. And if you understand it as a man or a male, you will, it will help you to understand who you are. And also for the females, it will help them to understand how to deal with this male species. He made us tough. For a purpose and for that one main purpose that we become, we are seed carriers. Is my vision guy, you know, okay with me? The last time he helped me a lot, right? Can you get me a picture of uh, that big fruit, what? watermelon, that has been cut into two, that you can see all the insides? Can you get it on the screen for me? Hallelujah. Yeah, if you can get that for me, that would be good because I want to get into something here. Amen. So, I'll say again that God created man in a, you know, with a tough, yes, thank you, with a tough exterior for a purpose. And the purpose is that so that we can hold in seeds. The exterior of a man is strong so that we can, we can be seed. is because we are seed carriers. That is why he makes our exterior tough. The exterior of the seed carrier has to be tough because, because we, so that the, the seed does not fall out or escape. Easily. Every fruit that carries seed have, has got what? A tough or strong exterior. But if you look at this fruit carefully, you will see that every seed carrier has a soft internal um, layer or membrane in there. I don't know the scientific word for it. Right? Can you see the red part of it? Yeah? Yeah. It's all in there to help keep the seed moist and to keep it fresh in order that the potential that is contained in the seed will be kept intact. That is what that red bit, that soft membrane, that's what it's there for. I'm taking you somewhere. So, the seed, the, the fruit you see there now, the, the covering, the outer shell is so strong 
Because it's been programmed to keep the seed in place. That is why it takes a lot of effort to break the outer shell of any fruit. And again, that is why it's not easy to break down a man. <laughs> it's not easy to break a man down, a male. I have to define it properly because of political correctness, but I hope you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so it takes a lot of effort to break the outside of the man to get into the inside but when you break into the, into it that is when you begin to see the soft part of the man but you see because of the seed that is within it, it, it's, 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 it's our natural instinct as men to keep the protection on. So we, 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 we have the natural instinct to protect ourselves so that we are not easily broken into. And we also have that natural instinct to protect other people. You may have your younger brother living with you at home, but you'll be surprised that he will always want to take the lead. When somebody knocks the door and the girls don't want to get up, that happens in my home. Yeah, there are more boys than more girls than boys. Right? And somebody knocks the door. And, and Ruth, Rachel, uh, you know, they, they're not sure where you see Junior just get up and just goes to the door. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, as I'm leaving home, he said, Dad, don't worry, I'll take care of them. <laughs> and he's the youngest. He's the youngest. Why? Because he's got that manly instinct in him. We are built to be strong on the, on the outside because there is a seed inside of us we need to protect. So even the young boys show that. So let me break it down. So like the fruit we see in, the, the hard exterior represents our physical makeup. That's why every man, as I said, he's got shoulders, he's got, you know, you know, thighs and whatever. We, we've got a square up shoulders and we go you know, when you see a man, you see a man. Whether short, tall a man is a man. The features are very tough. And, 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 and it also represents not just our physical makeup but our ego. So our ego is also part of the outer shell that God has given us to protect us or to protect the seed within us. So to break the ego of a man means to break the outer shell of him. And a lot of times we hear in marriages, in relationships, and whatever, the, 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 the missus or the wife or whatever is trying to break or has broken the ego of the man. So when a man's ego is broken, that means his outer shell has been broken and everything inside has been exposed. We came here to identify the man that God is looking for. So that's the outer shell. Now, the, the soft inner membrane, the soft part, the red part that you see with the, um, you know, that fruit on, on the screen, you know, there are different colors for different, you know, orange, I've got their own and all that. But I'm just using watermelon because I love it and it also has everything together. Amen. So the soft membrane, right? This is what it represents. Our temperance. Somebody say temperance. Are we asleep? Say temperance. That's the control of our own behavior. Right? It also represents our sensitivity. Somebody say sensitivity. Yeah. And it represents our tenderness. Right? So I'm, I'm talking to you about that soft part. That reddish part that you are seeing on the screen. It represents our temperance, our sensitivity, right? Our, t our, our, our tenderness, our understanding, right? And our emotions. So, we've got an outer shell, which is our physical makeup and our ego as men. Then we've got an inner membrane, which is a soft part of us. 
our emotions, our sensitivity, our, you know, our tenderness, how tender we can be. Right? And then we have inside the, the membrane are the seeds. Somebody say seeds. I'm trying to let you know how you are made up as a man. The seeds are inside of the soft membrane. And the seeds, literally for us men, it represents our offsprings, the children we bring to this earth. Hello? The seeds we produce, the children we bring out. And, 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 and it also represents our vision. Your vision is a seed. It represents your dreams. It represents your aspirations, what you're hoping to be. Right? All the seeds, it represents, a seed represents your impact that you're supposed to sort of achieve on earth or make in your time. And then it represents your potential. When you see a small seed, that small seed represents everything that big tree that you are seeing it is represented in a little seed. That big oak tree that you see standing up in the forest started off as a seed. When you see, when you have a look at that seed, you will disregard it and think this is nothing. But it's got every potential in it to become that big oak tree that you see. Any big idea, we're talking about business, investments, and everything. Every big enterprise, big idea, big ministry, big things that you see started off as a seed. And that seed is embedded in the, in the, in, 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 in the man to be able to sow for us to see the manifestation of it. Are we on the same level right now? All right. Now, this is where the contradictions take place because we are men, men, we have this three part of us. The outer shell that is so egoistic, macho, everything. And then the soft part, sensitive part, emotional part that is inside of us. And then inside that soft part, is the seed that we carry. And, and that brings us to our first contradiction. <laughs> it, 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 and, and, and so, I'm just taking my time with this because I want you to catch where we are. And when you catch it, it will change your whole personality as a man. It will. So the first contradiction is that as much as we acknowledge that the seed in us has to come out, right? We acknowledge that. But at the same time, we have this natural instinct to keep that rigid exterior in place. So you know that the seed that is in you has to come out, right? You have to release the seed in order for the children to come out. You know it. You know that you need to talk about and put your dream in action. It needs to come out. Your dream, your visions, it all has to be planted for it to come out. But then, but then at the same time, you have this natural instinct to keep the hard exterior in place. So men are constantly wrestling with this contradiction. We are constantly wrestling with it because you know there are seeds inside of you that should come out, but at the same time, your instincts are telling you keep the exterior on. So we wrestle, we struggle with it. Man, constantly struggling with it. We are struggling to allow the exterior to be broken. We struggle to allow our ego to be broken. We, 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 we struggle with it. We don't want any soft part of us to be exposed because to us, we don't want to expose our weaknesses. Amen? But note that the soft interior of a man does not necessarily symbolize weakness. 
catch this. I'm trying to, I came to impact something in your spirit. All right? And in your mind before I leave. I didn't come to preach you happy today. But I came to just teach you something. A lot of the times we feel that the soft part of us, the membrane, when the, when the exterior is broken, we feel that, l- l- listen, no, no, I don't want to expose that soft part of me. Men don't cry. Boys don't say ouch. When you fall, you get up. You bro- Even though you know there's a broken uh, bone or a ligament or something, you still run around and play the rugby because you're supposed to be tough. And you're suffering abuse at home and at work and all that. But it's not, I'm supposed to be tough. It's okay. No, 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 no. I'm not meant to cry. Because we feel that when we allow our soft part to be seen, we expose that it makes us come across as weak. So most men never think that they have to expose that soft part of them. And there might be some sitting here feeling the same way. But I want you to know, don't confuse tenderness with weakness. Tenderness and weakness are different. The fact that a part of you is tender does not make you a weak person. The tenderness is there for a purpose. When you have, you know, if you have meat that is nice and tender, you know what I mean? The steak that has been grilled is nice, it's tender that you can bite and chew in it. Well, it doesn't make, mean that that meat is weak. It's tender for a purpose so that it can be consumed or it made edible. Because you're not on this earth for yourself. You're on this earth to be benefited by, from you by other people. Am I making sense? Yeah. So don't misconstrue tenderness for weakness. They are not the same. Because we lose sight of the fact that the only way for us to get the seed that is in us Right? Planted is for the outer shell to be broken so that the seeds are released. Right? Yes. We know that the seed has to be planted and the only way it has to be planted is for the seed to be broken first. Uh, the, the outer shell to be broken. So sometimes on seasons in your life, the outer shell, the macho, the eagerness will have to be broken. That is why God will allow us to go through certain things so that our ego, that which makes us proud and make us feel macho and feel manly, God will take us through some things in order to break that outer shell because the seed has to come out and be sown. Because if the seeds are not sown, then there can be no multiplication. Am Am I talking to somebody? Yes. So men do everything to protect ourselves from being broken. <laughs> from being broken. We do everything. No, we don't want to be broken. No, we have our ego on. This is me. I'm a man. No, you don't talk to me like that. Don't speak to me. No, don't expect me to cry. Don't expect me to go shopping. Carry bags. Do this. No, we, and we, we, we all very macho about everything. But there is power in brokenness. I said there's what? Power in brokenness. Every man sometimes in their life should allow a time of brokenness. There's power in brokenness because what I've learned in life, a broken horse is the one taken to war. But a talented horse is used in the circus to entertain. I'm talented. I can dance uh, Michael Jackson. Right? I'm, I'm talented. I'm gifted. I can do backsliding. I can do, you know, electric boogie. I can do all that. Moonwalk. Moonwalk. <laughs> talented horses are used in a circus to entertain people. But broken horses are taken to war to fight and win victories. Come back as conquerors and champions. If you don't allow yourself to be broken, 
you can never be used to achieve any meaningful thing in life. If all you want to do is to show off your talents and your gifts and all that, yes, society will enjoy you. You will just make them happy and good, but you will be being messed up on the inside. You've heard of so many comedians that have committed suicide and all that. They make people laugh, but yet still they have issues that cannot be dealt with. Because they've kept that ego on, the outer shell on. They think that they can, their, their weaknesses cannot be exposed. And because of that, they die or they kill themselves. Because they cannot handle. They are just talented horses being used in the circus. And they cannot deal with tough times and challenges. When, they deal, when challenges come, when tough times come, they have not been trained or they have not been conditioned to deal with it. So in order to get the best out of us, we need to be broken. Otherwise, we will die with our potential inside of us. Men, remember, you need to be broken a certain part of your life. Otherwise, you will die with your potential, with the seed, with your dream, your vision, your aspirations all inside of you. And we will sing, lead kindly light and bury you. And that will be the end of the finishing. Our next song is Watu Abwa. I spoke Latin. It's okay. Jesus said, except a corn fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. And if it dies, then it brings forth fruit. Man, the fruit, the seed that is in us is supposed to produce the next generation. So yes, we are dealing with a contradiction whereby although we know there's a seed inside of us and the seed has to be brought up and sown, but yes, still we are always also have the instinct to cover up. But the Lord is saying that there are times and seasons that we need to allow that brokenness to happen. Mm. Yeah, you can't have the same ego on when you are single and you get married you get delivered from procrastination and you get married and think that you have the same ego on you will struggle in that relationship because once you get connected to your life partner you have to be opened up in order to be attached to another. That outer shell needs to be broken. That ego needs to be brought down. Things that you used to, used to defend yourself needs to come down at a certain point. So that the inner person of you will be seen. That the seed will come out and be enjoyed. Amen. So... There's a predicament that we, 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 we go through. Now, so that's the first contradiction. The second contradiction I pick up from this is, now, you are a man that has lived all your life covered up in your ego, in your macho-ness, in your strength, in your physical, you know, and features. And then all of a sudden, You've been taught that you need to allow yourself to be broken, right? And then you allow yourself to be broken, your ego comes down and you're showing your soft part of yourself. And then, and then what happens? You, you get surprised and you don't know how to deal with it because now the people of the opposite sex, the ladies in your life, your wife, your partner, now look at you and think that you, they look at you and say, you hypocrites. I thought you were a man. This is deep, but I, I just hope I need matured mans to catch this. When you have struggled to let your ego down and allow the exterior to be broken, right? Then you have the opposite says looking at you and say, ah, I thought you were a man. Because they see the soft part of you. They look at you physically and they talk, well, I've got a man. He can help me. He can do this. And then you, you marry, you get home and say, the fridge is broken. You, you're, you're ringing the technician. Oh, we need to change your bulb. You're calling your cousin. They say, man, I thought I was marrying a man that can help me paint the house, do this. Do but you can't do nothing. 
You see, because women are naturally programmed to attract hardness. Let one of these young men come and just show us his six pack. You see all the ladies here licking their lips. They look at my tongue. No, they don't like the flappy packs. My children call it flap, flap pack. Women are attracted to things, hard things. Right? That's how they are wired. Whilst men right, are attracted to soft things. And so all the Manchester United and the Arsenals are very soft. Let me not go into the Premier League. Let me not go into the Premier League right now. <laughs> Hello, are we in church? So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that you, 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 you're living with that second contradiction whereby now you've allowed yourself to open up but yes, still you're being called fake. You're being called a liar. You're being called a hypocrite. You're being called, I cannot believe you anymore. I can't trust you. Because what is done is that you, they, they, they cannot take and understand the fact that and when a man has to be united with a woman or a man gets into partnership in a business, for example, you need to let down that ego and you need to get somebody to join up with you. And so when you open up and they see, wow, I never knew you could be also, oh. There's a man cry. I didn't see my brothers cry. Look at you. What kind of man are you? Yeah, we get that a lot. And women do not understand. But by saying those things, you are literally throwing the man into a state of confusion. Because now he is struggling to get to open up his exterior. And then once by God's design helps him to open the exterior, exposes it to you. Now he's being condemned. So that's why a lot of men don't know how to handle issues. And we live in a lot of stress and depression and anxiety. And the, and the other, the third layer is that we can't talk about it because you're supposed to be a man. We are living in an environment where we are being, fingers are being pointed at us and we cannot defend ourselves because of this contradiction. Some of the women sees us as sissies. Once you expose your soft part of you, they think that you are a sissy to be taken advantage of. Oh, he's very soft. Anything I ask him, all I need to do is to rub my hands on his head. Oh, the money will flow. Oh, he will do anything I ask him to do. So they begin to take advantage of you. But inside of you, you are dying as a man because you know that it took you a lot to be able to put that ego down. And somebody's taking advantage of that. What they don't understand is that the fact that your internal tenderness is there and you need to show it, you need to show that soft part is there to protect the very seed that you are supposed to release for them to take and incubate for us to release our next generation. So we have to work in partnership, not work under condemnation. Am I talking to somebody? So it is up to us to educate our women. To understand how we are and who we are. That the fact that I'm showing you this love, this sensitivity. Oh, I didn't know you were ticklish. You, uh, uh, then they were saying, uh, hey. I've never seen a man go all wiggly because of so. You know, and they make you feel worthless and regretful. That you opened up your sensitive parts. But they don't know that that sensitive part is there to protect the seed that they need from you. My God, my God, help me to bring this thing down. Hallelujah. And, 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 and they don't know that by abusing you, they're abusing your tender side, the tender side of a man. They are destroying it. And they are indirectly destroying the seed. Because when the membrane is destroyed, the seed cannot complete its uh, uh, it cannot be fully mature. Because it is that membrane that supplies whatever the seed needs to become that which is supposed to be. So when a woman destroys your, your, your tender part, messes it up, 
they are indirectly destroying their own seed that they're expecting from you. So when the seed that they, they eventually receive from you, you will see that, oh, your vision is very weak. Even the children you're giving birth to all sickness and all that, they don't know that by the time you were doing the business and releasing the fire, you were under stress and pressure. So, even that which you, you deliver, they come weak and deficient. The seeds you bring up are not strong. The visions you talk about, they, are, they don't have passion. The dreams you talk about, it, it, it lasts the zest that drives anybody. And then they look at you and say, you got nothing. But they have no idea that they have contributed to your weakness. I hope I'm teaching some brothers here today. So this is another predicament that men wrestle with. And it can manifest in different forms. We're wrestling with these contradictions. And so then it manifests differently. We become irresponsible. We become promiscuous. Because there's so much that we are dealing with. And there's no understanding, first of all, within us. And then also from the ones that are supposed to be our partners and help meet. So we need to learn to know when to break the outer shell to release the seed. As men. The outer shell is there for a purpose and is there for a time. So the outer shell is in place until the seed is ready to be harvested. If the seed is not ready to be harvested, there is no point in breaking the outer shell. There is a time for you to protect the seed and there's a time for you to release the seed. Don't go about spreading the seed anywhere. Anyhow. Any moment. Man, you are destroying your future when you go about and share your vision to anybody. Speak to anybody about your dreams. Share it, your plans to anybody. These are seeds inside of you and that seed has to be fully mature before you open up the outer shell and expose that which is inside. If you break the outer shell too early, the seed will not be ready to be re-sown. It will just be used for decoration. You break the outer shell too early, you find that so many you know, young people that go and have babies and things like that, you know, the guys go around spreading themselves like machine guns and then babies are produced all over the place. Why? Because the seed that you are produced is not mature. And you yourself, you don't have any mature mind to, to train the children that you are producing. You are still in college, you produce a baby. What do you know in life to, pro to teach somebody's son or daughter? God's creation. And some of the young girls, you push the, the young boys into situations where they have to release their seeds before their time. And you wonder why the children get to that same age, 16, 17, 18, they get pregnant and they also release, they do the same thing. Because the seed, weak seeds have been sown. We're talking about discipline. If you have not disciplined yourself, you can't help somebody discipline themselves. Oh, help me, Lord. If you break the outer shell too early, you release seeds that are not ready to be re-sown. So the seeds will come, but they cannot produce the next generation. We need to make sure that before we, we break the outer shell, we have produced seed and not just juice. Before the outer shell is produced, is broken, listen, remember, man, you make sure that you are, you got seed inside of you to release, not just juice. Your minds have gotten too rotten for me, leads people. I'm not talking about that which you are thinking of. <laughs> it's gone too serious in this place. I'm talking about or, or, orange juice. Are you hearing me? If the seed inside of you is not ready to be, it's not ready. All you will produce is just juice. And when you produce juice, people will take the juice, drink it, and throw the husk away. 
So do your ego self, your macho, your muscles, your six pack, everything. Once they just enjoy the ride and enjoy the drive and enjoy all those things. And after sitting now six months, what have you brought to the table as a man? Where is the seat? Where is the vision? Where are we going? We've had a flamboyant wedding. Where? What next? You got nothing to produce. You will come back one day and meet an empty home. Am I teaching you somebody? Yes, sir. If you've got no seed to produce after your outer membrane have been broken, they will drink your juice and discard you. You can run your mouth on your CV. I have this, I can do this, I can do this. And then they break the mold and give you that position. You've got no vision. You've got no dream. You've got no seed to sow into that organization. By the end of your probation period, you'll be given a quick letter. So make sure that before that outer shell is broken, make sure that the seed within is fully matured. Don't break it prematurely. Let the seed within mature. Let that dream come to fruition. Have your plans. Pastor Martin was saying, do your research. Make sure everything is in order. Put that business. Don't go just walk around. I'm going to have the big business, you know. I'm going to, I'm going to sell clothes. I'm going to do designer, whatever. What, what, what are the figures? Where are the figures? What research have you done? Do you know your competitors? Who are going to be your customers? This is the kind of seed I'm talking about. The seed has to be fully mature before you allow yourself to open the altar. Hallelujah. Yes. I I love that scripture. It says, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother. A man, not a boy. Not a crybaby. Yeah, so (laughs) let let me not go that way. So, as men, please remember, and ladies, please know this as well. That the real part of the fruit that is eaten or fed on is in the soft membrane. Bring back the the, the fruit for me. The real part. So, if you say, oh, I, I, I feel like watermelon. I feel like, you know, what part of it do you feel for? Is it the green part of it? Talk to me. Is it the green part? Is it the brown seed that's in it? What part do you feel for? And what part do you enjoy? The soft part. The membrane. No one eats the outer shell and no one eats the seed. So nobody eats your ego. Your macho-ness, your six-pack, your pecs, your tough ties. Nobody eats it. It feeds no generation. Don't let the slave queens deceive you. Hello? The best they can do is to lick the out. Just lick it. Lick it. Caress it. Oh, you got nice chest. Six pack. That's all. After that three seconds, your, your man go crazy. They do whatever they want to do with you and they spit you out. Can we be real? Is, that, is this helping you? I, I don't want to travel all the way over three, four hours to come here and give you some water down, something, something. Pastor asked me to come and speak to men. So that's what I'm doing. Listen, nobody enjoys your outer shell. It's only you. You put it together for your own selfish needs. You look good. You have six pack. You have strong ties. That's for you to look in the mirror and say, yeah, me look good, you know. <laughs> me look fine. Yeah, man. Me like you, you, you know. Me going to look after you. He's a liar. It's just the outer shell that he's using to mesmerize you. This is just the outer shell. The lady is not going to eat the outer shell. Outer shell will not put food on the table. 
Am I, am I talking to somebody? Society feeds on your tender part, your soft part, your tenderness, your emotions, your, your, your you know, that, that, that part, that's juicy part of you, your children. They feed on your love, your tenderness, your love and kindness, huh? your ability to forgive and to embrace them. That is what looks so, don't push the children away. No, go to your mother, go to your, no, no, no. You can also kiss your boys. You can also hug your boys. You can go on the beach with your boys, with your girls. You can, you can take them on a date and show them how a real man is supposed to treat a woman. So that when they sick, they see the, the fake man, they say, no, this is not how my dad, you know, projected to me. Let your family enjoy the soft part of you. Let your community enjoy the soft part of you. Let your society enjoy the soft part of you. Let your generation benefit from the soft part of you. When we drink juice, we drink orange juice, grape juice. It's all about the juice. It's never about the seed. That is what you give to society. Amen. Society feeds on your tender part, your soft part. That is the real you. Because for you to know that this fruit is orange, this fruit is watermelon, is as, as after you've tasted the soft part, not after you've chewed the seed. It's a soft part that makes you categorize this as apple, orange, or lemon. The soft part contains the best part that society enjoys. The soft membrane would have to be squeezed. Right? Before you enjoy the juice in the watermelon or the orange, you have to do what? Squeeze the soft part of it. That is why men, we get squeezed in life. Being squeezed in life, facing challenges. Um, remember, our theme is strength and weakness. The fact that you're facing challenges, you have troubles, you have things that you are dealing with, it's not supposed to kill you, but it's supposed to squeeze you. And when you are being squeezed, you get the juice out. Yeah. Ah. You want to be enjoyed by your children, but you don't want to go, to, you don't want to be put under pressure. Without the pressure, there will be no juice. Am I teaching you something? Yeah. yeah. So men, learn to accept the fact that because you are a seed carrier, you have to have a soft membrane to protect the seed. And for anybody to enjoy the real you, they will have to enjoy the softer part of you. Amen. And for, you, for, them, for the softer part of you to come out, you need to be squeezed. And that is the bit that we fight with. Because we, don't, we want easy life. We don't want to be squeezed. So if our women and the society learn how to gently squeeze a soft part of a man, they will get the best part of him. If your family, if your children, if your wife, if your, if your parents, if your, your, your mates, whatever, they know how to squeeze the, the, you know, gently the soft part of you, you, they will get the best out of you. They will not fight you nor ridicule you and think that you are useless. Think that you amount to nothing. There is a juicy part of you that is needed by the, by the current society. The seed is needed for the next generation, but your juice is for the current society. The current generation needs your juice. That is what you feed them with. Men are expected to produce seed Women need seed to incubate for the future. That is why you can do everything for the woman. But if you fail to give them something to work on or work with, they will not appreciate you. If a man fails to give a woman something to work with or work on, if you, you don't know how to expose that seed, that vision, that dream, that this is what God has called me to do. So if you are coming to join me, the Bible says you will come to be a help meet. This is what I'm actually doing. This is the garden that has been given to me that I'm supposed to dress it and keep it. So if you are joining me, this is the garden we are working in. That is the seed you present to your, your, your female partner. And then they come on board. If they, after six months, one year, 18 months, and you can't put any vision on the table, 
I'm telling you, nobody follows a parked car. They will, they will, they will indicate change lanes. Emotional damage. I think I'm getting too much into this TikTok thing. I have to be delivered. Have you heard that Chinese man? Emotional damage. You don't you get it? You don't get it, forget about it. Amen. All right, I'm, I'm trying to bring you in, but I hope I've, I've brought something knowledgeable to you. Now, so in the soft part of you, people will turn it as weakness. But don't forget that it's not your weakness because inside the soft part lies your seed. And, and your seed is actually the strength of a man. Psalm 127 verse 3, it says, Lo, children are an heritage and of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of that of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, they shall speak with their enemies in the gate. God is looking for men to stand in the gate. To intercede. Amen. And so you need to understand that this is God's plan. That the seed you carry is actually your strength. It's not your outer ego. No, the outer ego is not your strength. It's just a protection for the seed you carry. Your strength is actually in the seed, in the dream, in the vision, in the aspiration that you carry around in your briefcase of your mind. That is your seed. And your seed is buried in the weakest part of you. So when we say strength in weakness, it's about you knowing that the seed that is in me is buried inside my, my, my tender part. And I need to keep that in place so that the seed will mature. And when I'm ready, I release that tender part to be enjoyed by the people that I come in contact with. And then the seed is also released. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. Those who are prepared to sow the seed for the next generation take hold of that seed. My God, the book that you write, the songs you write, the things you do, the, 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 the channels you put together, the conferences you put together, these are seeds that you are sowing that the next generation, I feel the anointed, will benefit from that which you of sown, except a seed falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. You create no next generation if you don't allow your seed to be sown. Every man here has got a vision. You have a dream. There are seed inside of you. And you need to know when and how to release that seed in order for the next generation to benefit from. Don't let your weaknesses, your physical weakness, deceive you or make you lose the fire for life. Don't let your weakness stop you. Say, I've got so many weaknesses, so I'm not even going to pursue my vision or my dream. I'm hooked up on this addiction and this thing, and so I'm struggling with it. People of God, please, like Samson, he was born to save Israel. Right? But he has so many weaknesses. But that still did not stop him. Even after his failure, it still did not stop him from embarking on his final assignment. He killed the Philistines on his generation. He killed all of them. David had his weaknesses. He had all sort of things. But that does not stop him from winning every battle that he fought in and liberated Israel. That when his son Solomon took over, there was no war for Solomon to fight. As men, our weaknesses may haunt us. And it tries to discourage us, but let it not stop us from embarking on our divine assignment. I will say it again. The fact that you have weaknesses doesn't mean that you should stop embarking on the assignment. Because your assignment is not for you. Your assignment is for the next generation. And that is what you are here to do. 
You may have weaknesses. It's fine. But keep doing what you are doing as you embark faithfully on the work that God has called you to do. He himself will deliver you. Because at the end, we will be judged by our works given to us. Not by the challenges we faced or the things we have to deal with. Challenges are meant to toughen us for our next task ahead. Don't live your life, men. Please, don't live your life being identified by your weakness. So you are called oh, that drunkard, that womanizer, that fraudster. No, you may have all these weaknesses, but rather be identified by your strength. That is the seed that you sow in life. People of God, you will be remembered by the, by the tasks you completed, not the ones you just talked about. You need to learn to be purposeful. You need to learn to be principled in life. Please rise up to your feet.